This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> ready to upset some people again tonight? <laughs> Always. My goal in life is to just see how many people I can make cry. Absolutely. All right, let's get this part out the way. Like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Hit the little bell, ding, and uh, <laughs> so you will know when we go live, and uh, you can come watch us and listen to us and see if we're gonna make anybody mad. Right there. See, we got it. Oh, that goes without saying. Right there. Just do that right there. And uh, if you would uh, like to be a guest, email me, motorcopchronicle at gmail.com or hit me up on Facebook. Do have Twitter. I can't tell you the last time I was on Twitter. My Twitter is broke. <laughs> He's too old to have a Twitter that works. And I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the Instagram thing or whatever. So, uh, you don't have an Instagram? I don't have an Instagram. I got an Instagram. I wouldn't even know how to work that thing. But, uh, oh, uh, the guy that I refer to as Paul did email me, say he did receive his stickers and magnets in the mail. You are welcome. Enjoy I want them. A bumper sticker. If it's not a bumper sticker, <laughs> we went over this. If anybody else would like any stickers or refrigerator magnets, you have to email me. Send me your address, and I will mail them to you free of charge. But you have to get in touch with me. So, if you need, <clears throat> I hey want, Thomas, I want some damn guests. <laughs> I need some guests. Uh, nothing lined up for this weekend. Haven't even really tried. Tell you the truth, so uh, just a good chance you're gonna be stuck with me. So, telling some stories, which I. I've been writing quite a few down. Still got that good, feel-good story and stuff I hadn't, hadn't got to tell and I had teased about. So anyway, let's get this shit started, the shit show started. Uh, I guess I'll let you go first. And I'll tell you, since you don't have a list, <laughs> as usual. Is the one down here by me that I sent you? <clears throat> no. Okay. The first Did one I wanted to talk about was the San Jose Police Department. It's the first one I sent you today. And they came through at different times. No, they should all come through at the same time because I blew your phone up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, Sheriff's teaching, yeah. Uh, city constable, officer, fatally shot. No, 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 no. Austin from, Motors. It was run from uh, Police Mag. I, I got it. I got it already. I started. Police Mag, San Jose? Yeah. No, you ain't going to take this from me. I'm going to take it. I'm going to get it. All right, y'all ready? <clears throat> San Jose police did not have enough officers to respond to a street racing sideshow. Insane. San Jose police received multiple calls about dangerous sideshow downtown Saturday, but could not respond. Well, by the time they got there, all the cars had begun. The San Jose police department is being slammed for its failure to respond to a street racing sideshow. 
on downtown streets Saturday night. The agency says it didn't have enough officers to effectively respond. Dozens of cars and hundreds of spectators crowded in for an illegal sideshow that went on for more than an hour, several neighbors said. They called the cops, but no officers ever showed up. Uh, NBC Barrier reports San Jose police confirmed they got the calls reporting the sideshow, but say that they were so tapped for responding to other crimes, they didn't have enough officers to respond safely. What I can tell you is particularly that night was very busy. We got a lot of calls for service, said Sergeant Christian Kamara Lil. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> police up. say because of the possibility that people involved with sideshows may be armed, the department must respond with a large team of officers. Bullshit. You just show up and whoop, whoop, they all leave. This is not the type of event where you are sending two officers to clear out the intersection. It must be coordinated effort involving 12 or 14 or 20 officers. First off, no. I guarantee you, know. you one cop, if one cop would have pulled up there with his lights on, they would have scattered like roaches. The minute Everywhere. you get the call, they're you just go. turn your siren on and they'll hear you coming and leave. Yeah, yeah they're going to go. Uh, That's absurd. We we don't have too many issues of that with large groups gathering to street race. Like I said, but you show up, they're going to scatter. They probably got to look out down the road. You don't need uh, – I've never been to San Jose, not unless it's a really bad area, and they just fight the cops and stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe San well, Jose needs to hire some more cops or something. So so here, let me let me ask you this one. How many times, because I know I've gotten, how many times have you traffic stopped somebody, you walk up to the car, and they ask you why you ain't out arresting real criminals? Mm, I've had it quite a few times. Not, not. I can't tell you the last time I did have, pe- people don't really say that to me too much anymore. Well, no, because you'd probably yank them out of the car. You, so it's just, that. you know, I, don't, I just, you know, rank down arresting but, real criminals. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, well, we were ignoring the, the traffic crime. We were out actually handing criminals. And uh, now you don't like it either way. So, Well, damn, these people damn, probably damn. called and complained because it was Karen's. their neighborhood. It's fine and dandy until it's in your neighborhood. Anyway, right. It's not that interesting a story. I just thought it was a little interesting uh, that they didn't have enough cops to show up. Anyway, next. Let's get some more exciting shit. San Jose. <laughs> Bullshit. That was the first story I had, by the way. But it, but that, I just think it's bullshit. Send two cops over there with some light siren. They're going to scatter and they're going to leave. So, anyway, this next one, uh, you know, it's all been in the news and shit where uh, they did the vote. I think it was last night or day before yeah. yesterday of uh, to get rid of the police in San Antonio. I'm not San Antonio. I'm thinking about San Jose. Uh, Minneapolis. So they voted, and they voted to keep the police and rejected the plan to replace the police with some kind of, I don't know, civilian shit or something. Uh, The Minneapolis voters on Tuesday soundly rejected a proposal to replace the police department. Crushing. Crushed there a little hard crushed the hopes of the supporters <laughs> that were outraged over the killing of George Floyd 
would translate into one of the nation's most far-reaching experiments in transforming public safety. I, I could agree with people that live in Minneapolis. I wouldn't want to be part of that experiment. No. Kind of like I'm not partaking in another experiment going on in the United States right now. We're not going to say what experiment that is, but we can all guess what experiment that may be. I'm not part of that experiment. The final votes came in at the end of a contentious election cycle that drew intense scrutiny as people across the country waited to see how far this city would go to reinvent policing. Is that little Ron Holst thing? What? Oh, you can't see it. He's on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Anyway, the final days leading up to the historic election, voters were blanketed with messages from political committees that had millions to spend as they attempted to sway people's votes either way. While supporters insisted police would still be part of the department, opponents of the charter change hammered on themes that echoed in voters' reason for saying no on question two. Who's going to answer 911 calls? Who indeed? Who are you going to send? Ghostbusters? Click. No pressure. John, pressure going to be answering the phone. I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> See if she got arrested yet? Yeah. Uh, this one guy said he voted no. I like the police. We need the police, said Weaver, 79-year-old, a retired roofer and resident of Trinity Apartments. A Roosevelt High School, Ken Nelson, said question two was the most important issue to him. Nelson, a self-employed woodworker, says calls to defund the police sounded like a good idea in the volatile times after George Floyd's murder. But as time went by and details were few, he turned against the idea because the idea was stupid. It's just stupid. In the East Phillips neighborhood, resident Dave Moore and Lena Hathaway were strongly in favor of question two. The police have to be held more accountable than they are, Moore said. It's got to change, and people have to change it. Well, you know what? You can change it. Go fill out an yeah. appli- go fill out an application, and apply to be a cop. Pass the test. Pass the academy. Pass the background check. Can you do that? And, and go be a cop. Change it. If you want change, go change it. Go do something about it. Go apply. Be that person in law enforcement. Change it. It's, it's not that hard to do. And it, I think that's a simple solution to the whole thing right there. But anyway, Minneapolis okay. gets to keep, uh, it's a long-ass story, Minneapolis keeps to, gets to keep their popos, and hopefully they'll be safer for it. That's if they can keep the popos, because you still got all these fucking politicians out there that probably just want to, arrest all of them and fire them so they're quitting and stuff left and right but at least the people there were smart enough to keep the cops aaron says i've got a friend that lives in minneapolis and he posted the carjacking stats pretty regularly they had six in one day the other day wow that that, that's freaking crazy that's insane yeah, but they didn't need to, but they don't, but, you know, they didn't want the police, but they, they did want the police, so good for them that they got to keep the police. I, I was kind of curious if, I, I was wondering if they did get rid of the cops, I was going to, I was going to sit there and watch that shit show. Hey, yeah. Cause that be was like, going to put up live cameras on every show. Yeah. Street. Cause that's going to be like 
watching the Purge movie in real fucking life. That's what that would be. So. Precious is still at large. Precious it's is not, still at large? Yeah, it's Precious Stevens. Stevens. Uh, I don't know why I said Johnson. But Precious Stevens. Go back. I don't know how many episodes ago. She's a 911 dispatcher who was hanging up on people and shit. <laughs> and they put a warrant out for arrest, and she has ghosted. And uh, She has the best <laughs> running record yet, man. She, she She's pretty good. I got to go that. on a run. I'm calling her. Well, you know what they you know what they need to do, right? They need to call Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> the Bounty Hunter. God, I saw that dude on TV the other day, and that's when the, they they were asking him some questions about something. Oh, it, that girl it was, died down here. It was some on. Uh, yeah, you're right. Precious got skill, just not on answering the phone. But, <laughs> but they had Dog the Bounty Hunter. With, fucking news outlet anyway it was like a prominent news thing they were asking him about some kind of gun safety or gun something about guns i'm like the fuck you asking him about guns for he's not allowed to have a gun he's a convicted fucking felon that's why he carries a pepper ball gun and y'all asking him about gun safety i was like this is the stupidest shit i ever heard in my life no no see that's what i'm gonna do i almost had Found me a sombrero and one of them little uh, blankets put around me because I'm going to sneak into Mexico and then I want to sneak back in the United States since I can get, get, I can get half a million dollars and, and I can retire early. Just call my, just call me Jesus Hernandez. <laughs> you would pronounce it like that too. <laughs> Which I'd be like, my, hey, Zeus, my, and be like, no, my, no, 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 senor. I'm, it's Jesus. Jesus. I'm Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Yes, went, went on Cleveland. a little with that there. Yes, we're on to Cleveland now. Oh, Th- this story's kind of fucked up. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing already, and I'm not even into it. What the hell? Okay. Cleveland voters boost civilian oversight of the police department. Okay. The amendment brings sweeping changes, giving citizens the final say in police disciplinary actions. Oh, fuck. How could that go bad? Okay. Cleveland, Ohio. Voters approve an amendment to Cleveland's uh, Charter Tuesday that will make sweeping changes to oversight of the police department, giving citizens the final say in disciplinary action. Like they're going to vote on how to do this? I don't know. The amendment issue 24 on the ballot gives a civilian police review board authority to investigate complaints from the public against officers and to order disciplinary action. Something tells me they're not going to let the buck stop with them. They're going to get their say and then it's going to go to the chief or whatever. Um, oh, no. A power. Oh, it keeps going. Oh, no. It, the buck stops with the civilian board. No keep, fucking way. Keep reading. It's fucked a up. powerful community police commission which will oversee the review board and have ultimate say in disciplinary action, will also have broad policy-making powers and operate independently from the mayor's administration. Fuck. Well, yeah. Anyway, with 100% of the vote counted, the issue was passing Tuesday by a margin of more than 10,200 votes, 60% versus 40 According to an unofficial result from, I'm just going to say, Cohog County Board of Elections, the issue submitted initiative petition by the group Citizens for a Safer Cleveland 
rewrites part of the Cleveland Charter to hand oversight of the police department to the citizens officers are sworn to protect. It proposes deeply rooted in the community's distrust of police uh, and in the call for accountability that reaches or reached a fever pitch after Cleveland police shooting of a 12-year-old Tamir Rice in 2014. Those calls have continued continued I don't know who wrote this shit. Those calls have continued, fueled by frustrations that despite a federal consent decree governing police reform in Cleveland, the system has not been fixed. Um, we, you want me to keep going? Well, they, just skip down <clears throat> some. Don't have to get into the, Basically, when I read this story, we'll just break it down. There's so many stories on it. This board has the final say-so on firing people. Yeah, I got that. They can override the chief, the union people. They basically have the entire say-so on it. This board is made up completely of... Of people that hate the cops. Civilians. They, they flat out said people that have a, a very strong mistrust for the law enforcement. So that's says, like... This, this, this amendment moves the Office of Professional Standards out of the police department under the independent nine and it removes the, the professional standards review board from, from the police department. And it puts it under the independent nine member civilian review board. This board and the staff would investigate complaints against officers and have the power to order disciplinary action. Yeah, because at the very bottom it says critics argued that the amendment cedes too much authority to unelected appointed boards that will not have to answer to the people. That is correct. <clears throat> because Term- it says termination would be presumed. No, they're saying they can fire people for this now. Termination would be presumed punishment for remarks considered racist, sexist, anti-LBGTQ anti-immigrant or otherwise bigoted so basically if you say hey i don't like gay people fired well yeah i mean that would mess me it's up like, I used to walk well, every monday and say good morning you beautiful I, black bitch and i don't smack them on the ass you know? i don't uh i don't think that these uh <laughs> hispanics should be coming over here illegally fired so basically exactly. i mean it, this, this is fucking opponents to the issue had warned it would bring disaster that it will clash with existing labor contracts, other parts of Cleveland's charter, and Ohio laws, and lead to litigation. Oh, this is going to be a ginormous clusterfuck. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's the thing. He said, "Is that's exactly what I'm talking about?" Okay, because knowing what I know about an actual city's police union, you start laying off police officers, suddenly all of them just decide to quit. Yeah, uh, you can't do that shit. Well, the police chief warned. That this takes the power out of his hands and puts it in the hands of civilians that have no training in policing and the citizens of the city deserve better. You, you correct. Oh, th- th- like I said, this is going to be. Oh, this, the commission's authority said would be too broad and his power to hire outside lawyers at the city's expense, demand a minimum budget. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Cleveland. It, Roy's fired. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the stories that's getting ready to come out of Cleveland. I don't know if I have anybody, we have any people that listen in Cleveland, but holy shit. 
Thomas said they have that up there in Canada. How's that? Well, I mean, everybody's nice in Canada, so I don't really know how that works out. Yeah, you're Cle- fi- Cleveland people are not nice in Cleveland. You're fired, Roy. You have <laughs> you have sexually assaulted me by making a comment about my lovely hands. So, Roy, you were fired. And Thomas, I feel sorry for y'all. I don't know. I, I mm. the only person I answer to is. Me. <laughs> no, I didn't answer you earlier when you called, did I? Yeah, no, what the fuck? You sure didn't. <laughs> so it's the I first time for everything. So I don't answer you. But anyway, I answer oh, our man. final say so is the sheriff. There ain't oh. no civilian boards or, or nothing like that. And uh, this is going to be a complete fucking shit show. Uh, so, hey, if anybody out there listening gets get stories out of Cleveland after this shit takes effect. Oh, please send me the stories, because uh, th- this ought to get really, 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 really interesting coming up, because this we, the, these civilians, <laughs> it's like, wow. Oh, we wow. have to figure out a way to reach out to these officers and get like get them in here with a voice changer and all that shit and ask their opinions. On I looked their at voice, voice changers are expensive as fuck, believe it or not, because I looked at them. I'll bring you one. They're anyway. Freaky. In the toolbox. Anyway, let's go on the Cleveland thing. Wow, wow! I, like I said, I can't, I can't wait to see how this fucking shit comes out. They're gonna have cops leaving left and right, which I can't blame them because you're gonna have a bunch of fucking. I'll just say it. You have a bunch of bunch of woke, stupid motherfuckers that don't know shit about law enforcement that just want to defund the police, and they're gonna fire these motherfuckers. Oh, he farted, and it didn't smell like roses. It smelled like poop. Did you eat corn? So it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Uh, grab your hot pockets and run. That's all I'm <laughs> hot pockets. <laughs> There's software that will do the job. I'll send you some info. Oh, do please do that, Aaron. Uh, all right, this next one. Oh, I'll let you do it. Uh, Austin voters. Austin, Texas. We're going all over the, the United States. I thought they stopped answering 911 calls. Yeah, well, that would explain this one then. <laughs> Austin voters reject ballot pro- proposition to hire more police officers. Now, remember, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how they didn't have the officers so that they weren't going to be able to answer 911 calls. Um, so we're getting back to this. Austin voters reject ballot proposing to hire more police officers. Opponents of the proposition include firefighters, EMS unions, worried that the plan would require major budget cuts elsewhere. What? The unions are saying no? Make any fucking sense? Austin, Texas. Austin's proposition. <laughs> your hands. Austin's proposition. A, a proposition A was crushed Tuesday as voters overwhelmingly. Rejected the plan to hire hundreds of police officers at cost, at a cost city officials say they could not afford without making significant budget cuts elsewhere. A total of more than 155,000 votes were submitted. Of the of them, 68 voted against Prop A, and 31 voted for Prop A. Well, that 31% need to find a new home. The margin was a bit of a shock as those close to the race came into the night expecting a tighter result following months of strong campaigning on both sides. The vote was prompted 
by signed petitions gathered by Save Austin Now, the same political action committee behind the vote to reinstate the homeless camping ban in May. Austin's fucked up. Co-founder Matt yep, told America Statesman in October he would consider leaving Austin if Prop A failed. But following Tuesday's defeat, that guy's last name, made it sound like he's here to stay and will continue working to change local policies or politics. That guy's last name is the chair of the Travis County Republican Party. Well, uh, in a tweet, I'm just going to try it. Makawayak said tonight was, yeah, I'll just go back to his last name. Tonight was a setback, but we are not defeated. We will triple our commitment to make Austin a great place to live, work, and raise a family. We haven't saved Austin yet, but we will. You better hurry the hell up. Save Austin now raised $1.7 through October 23rd, but the pack failed to gain traction. With community groups drawing opposition from the labor unions for Austin firefighters and EMS, as both groups express concern that they – have a uh, sacrifice. They would have to sacrifice jobs if Prop A passed, so the police department could get more officers. I, I got a wild idea. Instead of spending that 1.7 million dollars on uh, campaigning, give it to the police department to hire more officers. That that would be uh, that'd be fucking noble, smart. wouldn't it? But anyway, Austin is not getting any more cops, and <clears throat> so take that but one. That, I, take Austin off of your list to uh go vacation at i thought we were going there next weekend no no, no, that's way far party city no 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 that's right down the road anyway austin's gonna be fucked cleveland's fucked minneapolis at least is keeping their cops for right now and san jose don't have enough cops to stop drag racing so (laughs) so all kind of shit's going on and Virginia's got a Republican governor now. Hell yeah. I think New Jersey too. All I can say is uh, thank you to the sniffer in chief because he has fucked shit up so bad in the last nine months. He's even got Democrats voting Republican. How's them gas prices treating you and empty food shelves? I'll tell you what, Joe Biden ain't good at much, but what he is good at is create more Republicans, by God. (laughs) Yeah, he's been damn good at that. Well, this next story is a local story from uh, the great state of Louisiana here, from Homa, <laughs> Louisiana. Uh, a man was uh, shot by police. I do have a uh, video here. We'll watch it real quick. Let me pull it up. Meanwhile, Louisiana state troopers are investigating a shooting involving Homa police officers and a mentally ill man. According to the LSP, an officer shot the man after a brief scuffle. The man's mother told Paul Murphy her son was having a breakdown and that she pleaded with police not to kill him. Police were called. I just want to say somebody needs to call the trash collectors. And, or, they had, or, or they just had a... I don't know, some hooker got kicked out and lots of beds out there and stuff. I want that shopping buggy. Yeah, they are quite expensive. Anyway. All to investigate a disturbance on downtown court in Homa. 
I called 911 and I said, my son is schizophrenia bipolar. He have a mental disorder. I said, when they come out here, I said, send some policemen with experience in that area for they won't kill my child. Lorraine McGee this. says late Monday after. All right. Policemen? I, I, I feel sorry for this lady right here because her son is dead now. But like I said, I've, I've been doing this for 26, 27 years now. And, you know, we have, they sent us to training to deal with some mental illness. But, I mean, I'm not by far no, you know, mental health expert or nothing like that. You sure, you don't want me coming in there trying to, you know. I figured you that. were. That's why we got along so well. No, but I'm saying, I mean, I don't know any, I don't know any department in Louisiana that just has, uh, sociologists or psychiatrists just, just on standby to call to send out with us, you know. And, and a lot of these people that she says schizophrenic, bipolar, and all kind of other stuff like that, they can be extremely violent and extremely Ooh. dangerous, too. Uh, so I, I feel sorry for the lady, but. Yeah, because they can tell you they love you, and you could be their best friend, and all of a sudden they just pull out a knife and stab you. Yeah, That's so. how that works. It, it's wild. So was he armed or what? No, no let's finish the story. Oh, okay. Her 36-year-old son, Johnny McGee, was having a mental breakdown when two Homa police officers arrived in the parking lot in front of her trailer home. She admitted... That's just... They called it a trailer home. <laughs> they just fucking ousted her like... I was like... It's trailer park, woman. You just called it a trailer home. It's, it's a mobile home a house, or something asshole. like that. house and her trailer home. But okay. It's her son could get aggressive when having one of his episodes. When he in his flash... When he flash out, he's like that. Especially if you go up on him, he gonna start fighting you. Yes, yes, he gonna start fighting you to protect himself. According to the state police. No, then somebody was attacking him. She just said if you walk up on him, he's gonna attack you. That's not protecting yourself. People will get yeah, I mean. I would have got dispatched to that call and they would have told me that he's going to be aggressive and attack you, but he's not armed. As soon as I step out of that car, he's getting tased. I, I, I'm not even going to try. Let's keep going. McGee scuffled with police and one of the HOMA officers discharged his weapon. Neighbor LaShonda King witnessed the shooting. So he did come running out the trailer, running like this at them. I'm just glad he didn't hit on them propane bottles because that would have been bad. See him in the background right there? <laughs> well, there's a bunch of them there. They're trailer homes. <laughs> oh, you up. Pow, 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 four times. Lorraine McGee says her son was not armed. I say, why y'all shooting it? I say, he disabled. I say, he mentally, he don't know what he's doing. He hearing voices. I say, don't kill him. Please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. Homa police invited the McGee family to view the responding officer's body-worn camera video of the shooting. His sister tells me what they all want to know is what prompted police to shoot a mentally ill, unarmed man, and did they have any other option other than to kill him? Louisiana State Police are investigating the shooting. They didn't have to kill him. They could have tased it. Oh, no, what am I going to do? In home of Paul Murphy, Eyewitness News. And late this afternoon, the state police revealed that Johnny McGee charged at an officer while holding a screwdriver. Police say the officer gave commands to stop, yeah, but he, McGee he raised did. his arm with the screwdriver in it and moved toward one of the officers. And according to the LSP, uh, that is when the officer discharged his service weapon. So let's get that shit out the way.
Oh, he was unarmed. He was unarmed. Yeah, no, a screwdriver that, is a deadly weapon. You can kill somebody with a screwdriver. You coming at me with a screwdriver in an aggressive manner, I'm not just going to say, oh, he's mentally disturbed or whatever you want to call it, disabled, however you want to classify it. I'm not letting you stab me with a fucking screwdriver. Okay? Mm-hmm. One thing, it's going to hurt like a motherfucker, and you can still kill me with it. And You can make me a and, screwdriver, I'll drink it. And you heard on a news report right there that the family was they they came in and were were I don't know if they did I'm assuming they did watch the body cam footage and they're still out here saying he's unarmed when obviously pretty sure you can see on his body camera the state police are saying that you can see this guy coming at the cops with a fucking screwdriver in his hand about step and they're telling them to put it down before they shot him let me tell you oh why did she, the mom poor mama I mean I I feel sorry for the lady but you know what why didn't they tase him because a taser isn't effective all the time it's only like 40 i'm not it's only like 40 percent effective most time and he's crazy okay i'm not even gonna use the, the, ooh, the old pc term really the, the motherfucker was crazy good chance that taser wouldn't have affected him you could have missed with it i'm not especially if it's on beds i'm not risking my life on a 40 percent chance that it's gonna work with 60 percent chance that he's about to stab my ass with that shit no 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 there was a good shoot. Unfortunately, the guy died. Unfortunately, this, this lady lost her son. I don't know. I'm about to be <laughs> rude about it because it just popped in my head. She's saying, what's she going to do? What's she going to do? Well, well, well what, what do you mean, what's you going to do? You're going to bury him, and you're going to stop getting that SSI check, that crazy check for him every month, too, because he gone. So that that's some income gone. Okay. <laughs> That's that's what you're gonna do. You you called because he was you were obviously scared that you called the police of your son. You can't expect any law enforcement to get person. Home. You can't expect any law enforcement to, to sit there and take a, a to take a stabbing by somebody. And like I said, y'all y'all hollering he's unarmed, and that's just a fucking bold faced lie now. So stop hollering. Stop trying to stop trying to change the narrative and stir shit up when. He he came. He he was trying to do bodily harm to someone, and he got stopped. So yeah, yeah. I, so that I mean, like I said, if it pisses people off, you heard the warning on the beginning of it. You know, but every, so, everybody in the lobby right there has the exact same comment that we both do. So, if if it had been me that had a bipolar schizophrenic and you showed up and you shot me, not nobody would fucking know, besides me and you. But she how the the family was out there hollering. Oh, he was unarmed. No, he wasn't. It's on video. They haven't released it, but the state police said it's on video. It's, it's all on body camera. That's why. I, you know I mean, what? That's, that's ballsy from this. These body cams, as much as cops freaking did not want them, these body cams has saved more cops' asses from bullshit like this than they have shown cops doing wrong shit. Right. Because now, see, before before body cams and cameras, they it was, you know, oh, no, they planted that screw. No, now it's on video. The whole thing's on fucking video. So they can scream all they want. Go scream, but it's fucking out there. So that's that one. So 
feel sorry for the mom, even though I made jokes that could hurt people's feelings, but this is part comedy. So if, you know, mean jokes hurt your feelings, fucking leave. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, not going to change. I'm not going to change my away. comedy. You know, I'm not going to change. I, I read a thing earlier today. I'm just going to mention it where Dan Aykroyd made a comment that, that he realizes that, you know, mean jokes can hurt people's feelings and stuff like that. And, and looking back, he wished he wouldn't have done something. You know what? Fuck you, Dan. Fuck you. Take your old fucking wrinkly ass. Go back. You made your millions, you know, making whatever kind of jokes there were. Comedy is comedy, okay. I, I'll, me and Hostel, we'll dog on anybody. I'll dog on fucking cops when they're wrong too. It don't matter. Comedy is fucking comedy. Dan, go take your Geritol, rub some fucking preparation H on your hemorrhoids, and sit the fuck down, okay. Nobody cares what you have to say anymore. I don't think you were that funny back in the day, anyway. I hope so. nobody shoots at him with a blank prop gun. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from Alex Baldwin. So, all right. Next story is uh, another one from Louisiana. I got a picture. You want to read it? The city councilman. Counts, counts Count, the constable? Counts That's a new position the with the ball. city. The city councilman. Yeah. yeah. I do have uh, a picture of this fine fellow. After right the don't kill him, I have officer fatally shot man. Uh, and you want me to jump that and go to the city constable? Yeah. City constable arrested amid spikes and domestic violence incidents in East Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. In the in the territory, not like he was beating the shit out of everybody. No, just, um, just his wife or his girlfriend <laughs> or both. Gotcha. I don't know. Oh, okay. So it was him actually being violent. I thought it was just people going, <laughs> No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Baton Rouge, a city constable, was placed on leave after domestic violence arrest. WBRZ Chief Investigator Chris Nakamoto has been working this story all day. Watch for more on WBRZ News 2 newscast later Tuesday. Well, that was fucking yesterday, so no. Um, Bouncing. Burns, 31, was booked into jail late Saturday morning on domestic abuse, battery, and child endangerment charges. Burns. One time fiance. The fuck does that even mean? What is I guess that means fiance? that I guess that means that they were not together no more. It must be like his ex girl. Instead of just saying his ex girlfriend or whatever. It, yeah, I ain't never know. heard that shit. Burns one time fiance said he refused to leave the house where she was staying and during an argument pushed her and threw her cell phone on the bed when she tried to call her sister for help. That's where she made a mistake. If she would have said trying to call 911, that's a felony. The woman said she was scared enough to lock herself in the bathroom and wait for authorities to arrive. The woman said when she warned Burns she was calling for help, he told her, go ahead and play victim. Burns' two children were at home when the event unfolded. Authorities noted in arrest documents. Burns was booked into jail around 10.30 a.m. And posted a three thousand dollar bond, which is actually three hundred dollars, around six hundred or six thirty Saturday night. Domestic violence is something that needs to be focused on, and the bonds need to be high, in my opinion. <laughs> no. Uh, well, my thing is, is you see the the look on his face right here? 
He's bitch. a smug bitch. He's got this little look on him. All right. He might not have beat her, okay? He put his hands on her. And I'm a man, uh, any man I don't know, you don't put your hands on the ladies, okay? Even Unless you, they are beating the shit out of you. If she's beating the shit out, out of you, push her off of you. But, you know, the man done lost his career now because uh, he'll never be. If he gets convicted of this charge, he won't be a cop no more because he won't be able to carry no gun. Uh, all of his stuff has been taken from him. He is uh, suspended without leave till this goes on. Now, the problem is with a lot of these cases, with a lot of these cases, because <laughs> it could be, it's gonna be a couple months before this will ever hit trial. Because you got arraignment and motions and all that shit. It's a good chance. I'm not saying she will. It's a Got good chance you. this woman that did pre- call the cops on him is gonna press charges. I mean, drop charges on him, and uh, the whole cycle will start again. Did he beat the shit out of her? It don't sound like it. But he did push her down. Yes, he shouldn't have put his hands on her. Uh, especially being in law enforcement. There had to be the, some kind the, of proof. The, the problem is, is that she's probably going to, it's a good chance she's going to drop charge. We've had this recent, not uh, too long ago. There was a, I think he might've been, he was a detective or something in another department. Uh, him and his girlfriend or fiance had split up. He ended up going over there. I think he went inside. They got in an argument. Well, he ended up getting arrested. He lost his job. Well, guess what? She hasn't since then. She has went and dropped charges on him. Dude was all over the news and shit like that. I don't know any agency that's gonna touch this dude now. Even though the charges are gone, dismissed. He was never convicted. Or nothing like that. So, but you need, well, to, th- you need to think. Saying- you need to think and stop in, in cops. All you law enforcement guys, stop dating these psycho crackhead bitches, okay? They're fun. Hey, look, man, nurses they're, they're, are hot. they're fun and everything, I understand. They will get you fired and arrested in a heartbeat, okay? Stop badge, it. Badge you get the pussy, but the pussy will take the badge every damn time. Roy said, we had a sergeant out here beat his wife. He was just put on leave. She never showed up to court. They dropped the case. He got his job back, but he retired about six months later because none of his officers would back him up when he called for backup. I think he was forced into retirement. That can happen, too. I mean, yeah, he don't, back. don't put your hands on the ladies at all. If you want to argue with your wife, your girlfriend, or whatever, hollering, screaming, or whatever, just you don't touch the ladies. It's wrong. So that dude, he's got that smug look on his face. Yeah. Fuck that dude. So, so y'all's domestic violence up there in Louisiana, you can't hold a badge? Uh why no, he can't even you can't even have a have a gun and you can't have a no, gun. No, you're not in your you're not allowed to own a gun here, but there's automatic there it's on our Florida state statutes, there's a waiver for law enforcement. And under our uh domestic violence laws, if I show up and she's like, Oh, he hit me and this and that, I don't even have to see marks or bruises on it. She writes a statement out, he's going to jail. Oh, no. Vi- vi- vice versa. Vice versa, too. Same way if, you know, Colin's like, oh, she should hit, slap, she, she's like, whatever. Yeah, we can bring her to jail. Cause domestic violence goes both ways. It just don't happen too often the opposite way because most men aren't going to admit they just got this right. shit beat out of them. With, and even uh, less cops are going to believe it actually happened. But uh, down here we have a aggravator, which is called domestic violence by strangulation, and that is a forcible felony. 
So that that one, you're fucked. You're you're not only going to prison for a long ass time, you are not going to own a gun ever. Well, what got me on this whole thing was uh the the look on that dude's face, that smug. He's a look, smug fuck. That smug look on his face, like <laughs> it's like motherfucker, you just got arrested. I wouldn't be looking like that. I tell you what, it'd be like this. I'd be trying. No, I'd be trying <laughs> to hide my fucking face. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, but you. Well, that's his booking picture. I'd have been like. Uh, yeah, I'd probably cross my eyes and shit. <laughs> I don't want to make that face going to jail though, because that might. Uh... Just... <laughs> yeah. All right, the next story. Yeah, fuck that dude, man. I, I just I can't stand a wife beater. That's one of the worst this things. That that that, that that uh that wife be- wife beaters t- to me are, are right there on with pedophiles. So. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I mean, yeah, he's got this smug fucking look. But it sounds like it was one of the things, like, she was all up in his shit, and he, like, checked her backwards, like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I'm sure it's something like that, but you got to learn, you should be able to have more control over yourself, too, right? Yeah, you should. Anyway, you sent me this story. This is one from, uh, uh, out of Florida, I believe, isn't it? Uh, usually. This is some kind of shit you'd hear out of Florida. Anyway, the the headline (laughs) says, uh, (laughs) teacher... Struck a female student on the face several times after the girl claimed on social media that the teacher had used the N-word in class. I didn't put a picture of the lady up. She's an older lady. According to the court documents, the 60-year-old educator, who was named Teacher of the Year at her school last week, last week, was arrested for allegedly striking a student in the face after the girl claimed on social media that the teacher had used the N-word in class. Prosecutors, did she say nice? Is that what she's talking about? Did she call all the students nice? <laughs> she called her really, really nice. <laughs> Y'all are really nice kids. Oop, I said the N-word. Prosecutors say the 60-year-old teacher was booked on... A child abuse charge on Friday. The English teacher made her initial court appearance on Saturday. Prosecutors say the unfortunate incident happened at the prestigious Darnell Cookman School of Medical Arts in Florida. That's a mouthful. They got a medical teaching school for high school kids. That's, oh, I got to call my buddy. Yeah, that's uh, I know where that get, school is. There must be some really smart kids in, right? I assume. Yeah, you know, right? yeah, and it, they'll literally truck you in from around the state yeah. to go to that school. The 60-year-old woman, Caroline Melanie Lee, was arrested after calling a student into her classroom to speak privately and allegedly striking the female student on the face, leaving the minor with a bloody nose. On Friday, the 60-year-old teacher asked to speak to the student who made a comment about her use of a racial epithet. The confrontation was instigated by an Instagram post of Lee being named Teacher of the Year. Several comments on the post questioned the win, with one user writing, Isn't this the teacher who thought it was okay to say the N-word while reading something for educational purposes? So was she reading something that was written in a book already? Or some kind of That's stuff kind like of that? What... Yeah, this whole so thing she, sounds weird. So, so she wasn't... Like calling somebody that she was reading something for, okay, kind of like uh, singing a song or something, and that word's in it. Right. I mean, there's there's plenty of songs. There's lots of there's lots of rap word. music that had that uses the n word all the time, 
And yes. so if somebody else is singing that song, I mean, they're not using it in a derogatory sense. They're just singing the lyrics of the song. So was she doing that? Anyway. Lee replied that she had only used the slur in the context of discussing John Steinbeck's Book of Mice and Men. The student retorted that saying the word in any way doesn't make it any better. Are you fucking kidding me? So you're not even allowed to read. I mean, it's in literature, it's in music, and everything else. If you don't it's want historical you know what, documents, you know what? Then let's outlaw this word. Let's outlaw this n word. So anyone, anyone, I don't care what color you are, says the word. Slapped with a fine, $500 fine every time you say that word. Every, every time, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I'm just saying, if you want to outlaw fucking words, it's fucking words. But those are the same people who don't pay their fines now. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> when the girl got into her classroom, Lee closed the door behind her and asked the girl why the student had sought to threaten her online. The student said she didn't. The teacher then reached across the table and struck the child with the heel of her palm in the face, causing her nose to bleed. She then allegedly continued hitting the girl on the head while calling her a fucking bitch. Why didn't she use the N-word? Yeah, right? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm well, well, it well, what, well, was the girl of that, uh, was she black? I mean, they don't say what color the girl was. She I'm assuming be, uh, that the girl may be white because if she was black, wouldn't it send a white teacher slap the black girl? You're right. Yep. You're so right. I'm assuming the kid's white. Especially in Florida. So I mean, so it would have been it have been the racist white sixty year old teacher slapped the shit out of the black girl. Black Democrat. So I'm black Democrat girl. She said the girl the girl then tried to stop the teacher from hitting her by grabbing her hands. The 60-year-old teacher then kicked the student in her lower leg. I mean, this bitch is like John Wick or something, a 60-year-old John <laughs> Wick teacher like with Bruce Lee skills. Grandma was laying shit. a fucking whoop down. Then ordered the child to get out, but the 60-year-old teacher denied physically harming the student, telling the police officer that she only wanted to talk to the student whose Instagram post she perceived was a threat to kill her. I'd like to read the whole post. It don't stay. School surveillance video showed the teacher walking at an, at an aggressive pace to her classroom before the incident. So, I guess walking fast or whatever is aggressive. I didn't know you could aggressively pace your walk. I'm going to have to check that out. About four minutes later, leaving the classroom. All right, her and a kid going there. And about four minutes later, after leaving the classroom, holding her face and walking to a low, low demeanor to a guy in council office during an interview with the investigator teacher said she had interpreted students' online comments as a threat against her life. The 60-year-old woman was released from jail Saturday without bond. She is due back in court. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Here we go. The Iceman cometh. I think this little cunt is fucking lying, okay? I think she, the teacher left out of there, and this little bitch hit herself in the face and made her nose bleed. Because for, for some reason, she has something against this teacher. Teacher, did the teacher fail her? Did she give her a bad grade or something like that? And this little girl has some vendetta against the teacher. I think, I mean, I just don't see this 60-year-old lady after her whole entire career just saying, oh, you fucking bitch, and just backhanding this bitch and popping her nose and then fucking low-kicking her. I mean, that's my opinion. My opinion only. I think the kid's lying. 
I hope they investigate and find out this little bitch is lying and charge her fucking ass. But that won't happen even if they do find out she's lying. To no, fair, it, it just, don't. It don't say the kid's didn't. name because they're underage, Melissa. But I, I, I think I saw the picture of this lady and stuff like that, and she, she don't even look like you know one of them mean teachers or nothing. And I think this little girl's got something for his teacher and said, "Oh, well, she confronted me about that. Watch this shit. I'm getting ready to get her arrested because these kids ain't stupid. These kids know what to do to get your ass in trouble. Trust me. And I, I'm thinking this little. I think this little bitch fucking did this shit that's my opinion see see whereas i'm the opposite side of the coin and i think grandma looks like a hardcore bitch from the hood that don't tolerate <laughs> shit and i hope she did beat that little bitch's ass you know, <laughs> well, we, I, we got two different opinions but like i said i don't think she looks very <laughs> hardcore at all you know chuck we, nanny maybe yeah. maybe she's trained with steven stagall or something like that i don't know <laughs> steven stagall <laughs> So, but anyway, we'll see if anything else comes out of this story, uh, more in your neck of the woods. So keep an eye out for that. Cause I'd like to know how that comes out. Hopefully the old lady just don't, uh, plead out, you know, or whatever. Oh Lord. you going to eat those hot nuts. Oh, whole stairs going to eat some hot nuts. Anyway, that is uh, <laughs> my opinion and his opinion on the teacher. Let's see if we can find out uh, what comes of that. And it'll probably be a while, but let's hope we can find out. I'll, I'll be able to get more information on it. Uh, unfortunately, that's uh, my niece goes to that school. All right. Next one is a sheriff's office arrest deputy. Is that local for you? Uh, I think it's Louisiana. Yes, he's not. Uh, it says former deputy. Yeah, it's always former deputy. Yeah, you have that one. Of course, I do. If I could stop this thing from playing the damn video, of course not. Commercial. Uh, sheriff's office in Louisiana arrest a former deputy for the murder of his wife and toddler. Ouch. Monroe, Louisiana, on Sunday. October 31st, deputies in Wachita Parish Sheriff's Office were called to investigate a homicide on the 3900 block of Old Sterlington Road. Upon arrival, authorities were advised that there were two deceased victims in the house, which belonged to 26-year-old Blake Bardwell. Wait, the dead bodies belong to the guy? Anyway. The, the victims in the crime were said to be his wife and toddler. Bardwell has been an employee of at the Wachita Correction Center since 2019, so he's a turnkey, and was arrested and booked at the facility on two counts of second-degree murder. He has since been fired, no shit, due to his association with OCC. Bardwell has later moved to another jail. Yes, he has. Uh, I hit read more. I don't. Did it? That's. I think that's it. Anyway, this dude. It ends. Fucking killed his wife and his kid. I don't have a picture of Allegedly. him to put up. I don't have a picture to put up of him. Unfortunately, uh, he's a fat-looking white dude. You know. I'm right here. No, no. <laughs> he uh, 
I got a big head. This fucker's head was bigger than mine. So, anyway, he needs to, uh, if he did this, he needs to fucking just be put under the jail. Fuck that dude. Killing your wife and your kid. Especially your kid. I mean, yeah, I can understand the wife, but. but mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Anyway. The next one is oh, an, also a story that you sent. Y'all might have heard of this one already. Uh, it's been out a little bit. It's the, uh, you find it, where'd it go? Uh, the Florida social media star arrested. Ah, and uh, yeah. he tells the troopers that uh, he's young, makes lots of money, and can do what he wants. I'll read the story real quick, and then we'll watch the video, because the video really don't have any audio too much to it. It's in Odessa, Florida. Troopers arrested a TikTok personality, Demurry McCula or something like that. I don't know. He's 18. Uh, I do have a picture of him, I believe. Let's see. Yeah. Here's a picture of him before we watch the video. Where is that? Right there. This young man. With neck tattoos and stuff. Anyway, they arrested him on uh, the 18th. He was 18 on Friday after they say he ran a red light and led the Florida Patrol on a high-speed chase of more than 100 miles an hour. According to Florida Highway Patrol, this uh, social media star, as he likes to put himself, started doing a burnout and smoking the tires of his Dodge Challenger next to a patrol car stopped at the intersection <laughs> of State Road 54 at Sun Lake Boulevard. So that was smart. Yes, but he's young and do what he wants to do. Troopers say he then ran the red light and sped off. According to Florida Highway Patrol, uh, Mr. Damari right there claims he makes four hundred to 500000 via social media. If you make half a million dollars a year social media, why the fuck are you driving a fucking Dodge Challenger? Oh, because wouldn't that's you be see. like in a fucking you know I don't know Ferrari or a Vet or yeah, you know fuck it wasn't even one of like the Hellcat ones or nothing like that. Well, he just turned eighteen, so he's only been getting paid for a few months. And he's already made four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. I believe it. You can't get paid if you're under eighteen uh, from TikTok or social media. Anyway. He said he did not pull over when the trooper activated his lights and sirens. He continued speeding as he pulled into a residential area off of Blantray Boulevard near State Road 54. The trooper identified him as the car's driver and went to his house. The guy answered the door and was arrested. He told troopers the Dodge, Dodge Challenger was parked in the garage and gave them permission for the vi for the vehicle to be towed. I'm sure they just took it as evidence, but. While en route to jail and after being read his Miranda rights, troopers say uh, Mr. Damari there told them he was the only person in the car and knew the trooper was trying to pull him over but thought it would be okay to speed away if he got away with it. Don't matter you put all these other people's lives in danger. You could have killed innocent people because he just, you know. Then he told the troopers in his mind he is young. Well, he, he is fucking He, he is young and Stupid as a motherfucker, too. And then he makes lots of money. He has a fast car, and he can do whatever he wants. 
Troopers say he had later admitted that that was a foolish th- way of thinking and not a good way to live. Oh, you <laughs> fucking think? He, he's going to do that shit the minute he's out on bail. He said he wanted to do something fun for three seconds and it cost him. They say he also told them that his plan was to get into the expressway to outrun the patrol vehicle, but thought he might get into more trouble. Yeah. So he was taken to Pasco County Jail without incident. So basically, he's a self-entitled little fucking prick that because I guess he's popular on fucking TikTok or something for I don't know what for because I, I haven't looked at it. But uh, let, let's watch the, the video of uh, this idiot right here. Oh, he's already out on Bill. Oh, he's already out, yeah. You can see him right here. You can see him. It's not even, it's not even a fancy one. Like V6 or some shit like that. If he goes, yeah, I mean, going he, right, that's a fucked up road. And it didn't even really smoke the tires that much, but he totally went through the life. He just waited a second and turned green. That's not the point. He knew he was next to a deputy. So, this this fuck this fucked hard. He he's lucky he didn't end up crashing and killing himself or an innocent person or something like that. Damn. Super contact man in custody. Hell yeah. He's just young and can do what he wants to do. Just a badge bunny. For, for somebody making half a million dollars a year or making that much money, probably his mama's house or something. Probably even his house. Anyway. Uh, anyway, a, that that was him doing that. He He's a dumbass. I'm a dumbass. So, that's him right there. Like, y'all got a, y'all got like a rich community. Where you live, I'm sure you do. Everybody does. You got little where the poor people live. You got where the medium income people, and then like the uber fucking rich. Yeah. That don't, area don't. where he was running is the uber fucking rich. Like they've got their own hospital. For that the that was an uber rich house. Uh, that for where I live, absolutely. That home is worth ten times more than everybody else's house in the neighborhood. Because I remember it's Florida. Yeah, but that Those house homes are going for over a million. That, that house didn't look that big. No, they're like four thousand square foot. Yeah, I mean, no. our Uber rich people have like 10,000 square foot houses and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, those are north of me. They're actually put them in the middle of the hood, which is weird. Yeah, well, that, that's fucking ridiculous. I got a video from up here in Canada involving an IED <laughs> and an armed truck robbery. Jeez, well, you got to send that to me, Tom. So, anyway, we got that one. It, hang on, hang on. I got I to gotta pick on there, Roy. You do realize we don't have DOT anymore. Those are troopers. Yeah, we they actually absorbed the Department of Transportation. Roy, we'll talk about it later. All right, where are we going next? Oh, I get it. Uh, this this next one here, it's a short one. I think I believe it's a short. It uh the the actual uh, headline of it, which I disagree with completely, and you'll see why in a second. The headline reads. A black Louisiana cop was charged after being accused of tasing a suspect who called him racial slurs during during an arrest. Report says, "Y'all know how Wait, I feel." Wait, so about. he like jumped out the car in Louisiana and said "f you" n word, and he just. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not real sure. We got 
Do you want to read it? You want me to read it? Which one? Hell, I'll read it, and I'm going to let you cover the uh, Rainbow Warrior down in my neck of the woods. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. A black Louisiana cop. See, that's fucking not necessary. Nope. A black Louisiana cop was charged after being accused of tasing suspect who called him racial slurs during the arrest, report says. Uh, it should God. read. It should read. A Louisiana Officer. cop was arrested this week right. after tasing a suspect during arrest. That's all it needs to say. Okay, I'm not going to go through all the images. A black Louisiana cop was taken into custody after being accused of tasing suspects who made racial slurs against him during an arrest in September. Monroe police officer Timothy Miller was arrested and charged with aggravated battery and malfeasance in office. Ooh, that sucks. In connection with Miller's use of a taser on a suspect during an arrest on September 24, 2021, the city of Monroe said in a statement on Friday reported the suspect's name was not released. Why not? According to the affidavit obtained by the suspect did not immediately follow Miller's multiple request to get inside the patrol car during the arrest. Well, that's why I tased him. And once the suspect got inside the car, he started using slurs against Miller. And according to the report, that's when Miller tased him. Miller was put on leave. Three days later, on September 27th, and the Wachita Parish Sheriff, God, that's weird to say, office conducted an investigation into the incident. Uh, our police officers face difficult and changing situations every time they put on the uniform and are forced to react in tense, evolving circumstances, Maroon Police Chief Victor Zordon said in a statement. The News Star reported, The job is understandably difficult, but I expect nothing less of the highest level of professionalism and integrity from our officers and the performance of their duties. I will continue to hold officers accountable to these standards and take actions when necessary to ensure that those standards are met. Zordon continued, According to reports, May Mayor... Oh, the mayor's name is Friday. According to the report's mayor, Friday Ellis said that police officers, like any other citizens, will be held accountable if they step outside the bounds of the law. Read the original article on The Insider. Anyway, uh, yeah, you, you step out. Of, no, I'm sorry. Taze his ass. I want to know, was the bad guy white or black? Since they wouldn't throw that was a black cop. Hey, I can tell you, I've arrested many of African-American individuals that call me the N-word like 95 times. Yeah, I've, I've been, yeah, I have to. It's like just part of, it's how some people have in their vocabulary. I've been called that too. It's just like, so, but what was the suspect, was the bad guy black or white? Nobody, right. they, they didn't put that in there. I just think this whole story, the only reason I, this story wasn't, the only reason I put the story in here because it pissed me off because the, the headline of it. Yeah. It's not it's not necessary. It's not fucking necessary. All he had to do is put a police officer doing, you know, if he tased the guy, just like that on uh, one we talked about in Port Allen, Louisiana, where the, the guy tased the old man in the back of the car because he wouldn't shut up, and it's all on the <laughs> body cam. Remember that one? Yeah, but I mean... I, I, I'm I, just saying, if, if it was that case, it was that case, but the the... Stop news media! Stop! Stop trying to make everything just just about race. It's it's fucking. 
y'all are disgusting. Y'all are fucking just disgusting with it. It pisses and me I, off too. And I can also confirm that uh, Melissa down there in the chat loves to use her uh, husband's a sergeant card a lot to get out of shit. Um, All right, we're we're going a little long. Uh, I'm just gonna. We got two more, but we're just gonna do. Uh, the LGBT. Well, this next one's pretty quick. We can. We we'll just fuck it. We'll just squeeze it in anyway. Yeah, squeeze it in. Just push. Just gonna squeeze it in there. Yeah. Anyway, this happened for Halloween, so, but I I just love it. Anyway, here's the sign. Right here, here's your sign. Right here, it says, stop, no trick-or-treaters at this address. A community safe message from the St. John the Baptist uh, Parish Sheriff's Office. Okay, a Louisiana Sheriff's Office put signs at the homes of sex <laughs> offenders before Halloween. You fucking go. In Laplace, Louisiana, the time to go trick-or-treating was almost here. The St. John the Baptist Sheriff's Office is reminding parents to be vigilant on Halloween. They are telling parents to not approach the home of sex offenders. The sheriff's office is identifying sex offenders' homes by posting a sign seen attached to this story. I love it. The full message from the St. John about the sheriff's office can be found below. If you see the sign posted at a house and the porch light is off, do not let your children go to the door. This is the house of a sex offender. If you see a registered sex offender participating in Halloween dressed up in a costume or giving out candy, please contact the sheriff's office immediately by dialing 911. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Because That's the whole story. Because federal law, they're not allowed to participate in holidays or else they'll be in, incarcerated. Sheriff, so uh, I don't know who the sheriff is over there. Congratulations. It's a great fucking idea. Fucking Louisiana version of Grady Judd. Yeah, yeah. Put it up there to keep these fucking nasty pedophile motherfuckers that ought to have all their dicks and balls chopped off from even having the possibility of even not, looking not at Not even a good children. way. You know, like, I know you've used or seen the cattle ones or the, the ones for hogs. You put them on the squeezer, and they just, and then they turn black and fall off. That's the way it needs to be. Yeah. So anyway, that was the sign. I, it was just a quick one. I just, I saw it, and I knew it was past Halloween, but I loved it. So, good job. Good fucking job to that sheriff. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm surprised like the ACL didn't file a lawsuit. I, I'm surprised, but you know, good. But screw them. Screw them. And we got I'm one last story. One last story is uh. Big John. No, Florida kids go on a field trip. This is a pretty big story. It's been all over the place. I don't, I don't know who this blonde chick is in the video either. Florida school board members take elementary school students. Oh, God. Florida school board members take elementary school students on a field trip to a gay bar. So honored, quote unquote. A Florida school board member chaperoned a group of elementary school children on a field trip to a gay bar. According to photos of the trip she posted on social media. Where the fuck did she think this was going to go? I was so honored to be invited to chaperone Wilton Manor's elementary field trip to the incredible Rosies. The students and I had a fun walk over and learned a lot about our community. A huge thank you to Rosie's Bar and Grill for hosting this special field trip every year. What? 
Uh, Broward County, well, that's where you expect this story to be from out of Florida. School board member Sarah Leonardi uh, posted on her official school board Facebook page Wednesday. The post, which was examined by Fox News Thursday morning, shows photos of children in a popular Florida gay bar, Rosie's Bar and Grill, including a photo of the group posing next to the restaurant sign. Leonardi did not immediately respond to Fox News. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to stop and start dancing there for a second. Requested for comments. This. Either way, uh, yeah, they straight up. Do you have any of the photos? I, I, I didn't pull any up and, and put any on here. Uh, my thing was, it, how did they do it? Uh, teacher, teacher, yeah, yes, little Johnny. Why do they have these holes in the stalls in the men's bathroom? <laughs> Is that for you to see who's pooping on the other side? No. They had that. Were they, were they, uh, I think they were, they were giving each other honey buns through the holes because they had all this white stuff around the edges. But and it was. Somebody stuck a lollipop it, through the hole. It was salty. It, it wasn't sweet like the other stuff. What the fuck? First of all, all right, they, they said these parents are complaining about it. First of all, I'm pretty sure, not unless things have changed, and it's been a long time since I had kids in school, but you still got kids in school. Don't fuck you have yeah. to Don't you have to sign her a permission slip before they go on a field trip? Apparently not in Broward County. They probably told them they were taken to a less <laughs> local restaurant, <laughs> not hey, a we're... fucking wine, dine, and glory hole. That yeah. Divine. Jesus Christ. We're going to, I mean, I mean, the parents, I, I mean, I used to look to see where my kids were going on a field trip to see if I wanted to go with them or not. It's like. You, but, you still would have wanted to go with them. No. Yeah. Not, my kid wouldn't have went to the, any, my, I wouldn't let my kids go to a gay bar. Like I said before, I don't care if you're gay. You can be as gay as you want to be. I don't care. But these are kids. And to me personally, you y'all this whole stuff they're trying to they're trying to push all this gay stuff on these kids okay yeah my daughter has to go to a uh what a graveyard to help like clean it up and put roses on all the veterans uh graves and stuff for mm. the uh uh it wasn't a gay cemetery was our rotc and stuff like that no fuck no. i'm it's, just well i'm just anyway, saying that they, so they made her sign a liability waiver and me sign a liability waiver saying that if her dumb ass like trips over a uh, a headstone and breaks her leg that I won't sue them. So would these kids have, the parents have to sign? If they slip and fall on a cock in their ass, they're not going to sue? I won't prosecute somebody for touching my baby. Yeah, really. So it's fucking ridiculous. And I think also in Florida, I didn't pull it up. I'll I'll just throw it out there. There's, There's another story where they said this teacher won't face prosecution for, uh, showing a movie an r-rated movie to the kids in class the movie was alexandra alexandria or someone from like but they didn't have the other version available she showed the other one and i think they had some nude scenes in it and some of the parents had a fucking fit and said it was like it was porn she was showing them porn uh it's not porn what i want to see it okay it, it, i mean give me a break it ain't like she was showing them spartacus on tv or, Wait, or something like that aaron said he used to chaperone at that bar a waiver for STDs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, 
that's just they're trying to indoctrinate these kids. It's like to the homosexual stuff. I don't care. Me personally, I'm a grown up. If you want to be, if you want to be gay, be as gay as you fucking want to be. Stop trying to force it down fucking people's throat. It's almost Literally. like y'all are. It's like almost y'all are trying to make people gay or something like that. You know, if you want to be gay, be gay. But stop. Leave the fucking kids alone. Okay, Beauty leave them alone. Be gay. Leave them alone. Okay. Stop in trying to indoctrinate the kids. It, if I was a parent and I found out because they put someone there, we're just if she was like, oh, we're just gonna go to like a. They would just say they were going to go to a restaurant to look at the kitchen area and stuff like that. You think they would have been a little more specific on uh, <laughs> fucking Roy. Wh- which one they were going to, right? Ha! Gay! Gay! Oh, I'm sorry. So anyway, that's that. That's all the stories. So now is the time to vote on the hot nut story. Roy, for a hundred bucks, when I go up there, I'll get one of those wax dip things of his hands, and I'll bring it back to you. You have a candle. It smells like his house. Jesus Christ. Hot nuts. So, everybody put in their things, and there's a little delay on which one y'all think is going to be hot nuts. Mine is... The hot nut story is going to be that fucking TikTok dude just being a dick. It was between that and Cleveland, but I'm going with the TikTok guy. See, the TikTok guy don't bother me because I could see my dumbass doing so that for we got We got gay bar. I don't think it's going to be the gay bar either. I I don't, I don't know. Fucking Cleveland's pretty fucking stupid. But then again, you got Austin turning down fucking more cops when they just bitched about not having enough cops. Y'all take the vote. I'll be right back. Oh, the prostate's shrinking. Um, the wife's voting gay bar. I say TikTok, boy. Fuck. I guess I got to pick a side here. It's either fucking gay bar or TikTok, boy. Fuck it, gay bar. I like gay bar. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just said that. Didn't mean it. Yeah, of course. Of course, Roy. You agree with me about the great gay bar? Yeah. Oh, let's see. All right. Does everybody like his chair? Does it look pink to you? Looks pink to me. trying to tell you something remember earlier we we're talking about choking and domestic violence keep it up woman keep it up don't lean so far over me all right what did we get gay bar the gay bar wins hot nuts Let's get our little graphic up. Oh, that's because if I lean this way, everybody thinks I'm leaning towards Iceman. That's funny shit. Hot nuts for the gay bar. Hot nuts. Anybody here want to buy my nuts? Selling nuts. 
Hot nuts. I've got nuts for sale. Are you eating nuts? Are you eating hot nuts? Popcorn. <laughs> okay, so it's been fun. Uh, we had lots of stories. We went through 12 stories, believe it or not. I think that's almost a record for us. Uh, Aaron's been in here talking. Anybody's listening? Aaron is the host of I Had to Say It podcast. I'll tell you this year, uh, latest one was good. I enjoyed it. You know, I always listen. And, uh, you got to share that to me so I can listen to it. I believe he's on Spotify. So I, I'll send it to you. Anyway, always looking for guests. If you want any magnets or stickers, you must email me your address. I don't have any exit music because we got zapped with it. And uh, so until this weekend, unless, unless something pops up and we just do a crazy one out the blue for some reason, we're about to do another. Uh, I've been saving. We can. Uh, Especially local. We've been getting a lot of fucking, fucking babies, kids. crazy kids again. Crazy kids. So I've been, well, the kids I've been, are getting more and more retarded. The, the fucking, you know, I feel sorry for the, not even this generation. The next one. The next one is going to be like uh, that movie Idiocracy. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. So anyway, if you want to get in touch with it, with either one of us or me or whatever, just hit us up. Motorcopchronicles at gmail.com. And uh, oh, Aaron, we're going. I'm going to get you on live. I think I figured out how to how to actually pull you in here. Now. And then we can put you over here in the middle. Actually, middle's over here. You're opposite. No, no we're my no. mic. Oh fuck. You, okay, you're, over you're, here. You're, you're opposite. Yeah. You need to mirror your thing to make it. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Mirror my thing. It'll make it bigger. Yeah, it'll make it bigger. <laughs> uh, anyway. Until we either throw an extra one out, which I can't guarantee you. Like I said, you never know. We might get a hair up our ass. We may not. Because I got cleaning to do. Uh, Roy, your uh, package from Bam is uh, done. She showed it to me. It looks good. So well, we're going to be. for that episode. <laughs> anyway, everybody, watch you back. Watch your partners back. And uh Smile. Yeah, always smile because uh, I'm just going to throw some music out there because I need to find some new uh, exit music. And uh, remember to always smile because Iceman can always be behind you. Later, everybody.